0: <laughs> What's so funny? Uh, nothing, Stephanie, nothing. <laughs> I'm just watching a really funny movie. Really? Which movie? I love funny movies. Uh Peter Pan. That's a great movie, but I don't think it's that funny. Oh, sure it is. For example, do you know why Peter Pan always flies? Uh-oh. This is not going to end well. Because he never lands. Get it? Like never land. Sometimes I wish you were one of the Lost Boys. Bring us the theme music and save us from this terrible joke. Welcome to Hebrew School, a new game show where super smart kids get to show off how much they know about all things Jewish. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Liel, and you have been the best audience ever. Thank you so much for joining us in today's show, and have a good night, folks. Uh, the show's only starting, so hold on for just a bit longer, Liel, and help me welcome our contestant today, the one and only Elizabeth. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad to be here. Elizabeth, how old are you? I'm nine years old. You're nine years old, and I heard your favorite character from Jewish history is Miriam. Why do you like her so much? Because after they
1: crossed the sea, she took out her tambourine and she started
0: dancing and singing. We should all, like, dance with a tambourine right now. And so what are some of your favorite things uh, to do in the city right now? Um, Me and my
1: dad like to go bike riding in the park because the park is right around the corner from my house. Oh, that's so nice. Who bikes faster, you or your dad? My dad because he has gears and my bike doesn't. So he can go faster.
2: I think it is time for a new bike.
0: Yeah, we need gears. Let's, we'll talk to your dad about it.
2: Tell your parents that the podcast people demand it.
0: Okay. <laughs> so, Elizabeth, we have one final question for you. A truly epic question. Liel, ask away.
2: Elizabeth, you are amazing. So amazing, in fact, that just before you got here, Stephanie and I were like, you know, we should let Elizabeth make up one more commandment Add to the Ten Commandments. So, if you could come up with the Eleventh Commandment, something that everyone in the world would have to do, what would it be?
1: I think that it would be every time we do a mitzvah or a good deed, we get a superpower.
0: I love that. I really like that. So, what would your, like, first superhero, when you do your first mitzvah, what would it be?
1: Invisibility.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. You have this all figured out. I like that.
2: So now that we've got all this invisible commandment business out of the way, I'm going to tell you, Elizabeth, how to play this game. So first of all, Oh, oh, no, I totally forgot. Uh, uh, I, 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 I put a pot of goose ice cream on the stove. Stephanie, cover for me. I have to run and take it off before it gets too cold. I'll, I'll
0: be right back. That sounds so gross. So, Elizabeth, while Liel takes care of his goose ice cream, let me tell you a little bit about our show. No matter what kind of school you go to, you are always learning new and amazing things about being Jewish. We want to see how much you really know, but instead of giving you a boring test, we're going to play a series of fun games that ask you questions about everything from history to religion to pop culture. Elizabeth, are you ready to play?
1: Yes, I'm ready to play.
0: Amazing. Our first game is called Bad Bible Poetry.
3: Bad Bible Poetry.
0: So here's how this game works, Elizabeth. The Bible is very well written, but when Liel tries to rewrite it, it comes out, well, just bad. Liel's going to read you three terrible poems he wrote, each one about a famous moment from the Bible. But he got kind of lazy, and he left off the last word of every poem. Your job is to find the missing word. Are you ready to play? Yes. Take it away, Liel.
2: Oh, I will. Here. Here is my first poetic masterpiece. Good old Joshua had a ball standing by Jericho's wall. He ate a few crumpets and blew hard the trumpets and Jericho's wall, it did fall.
0: Winner. that is correct. That wall did fall in one of the most amazing battles described in the Bible. Leal, I think Elizabeth is ready for bad poem number two. If by bad you mean best poem ever, then here goes.
2: Jacob, he couldn't be sadder. His fight with his brother got badder. So he blew off some steam, went to sleep, and then dreamed about angels climbing a... Tree? Rhymes with batter and sadder. Ladder. Winner!
0: Yes, Jacob's famous dream suggests that heaven and earth are never totally separated, but always connected. And you really connected with that answer, Liel. We have time for one more.
2: Which is great, because the first two were only an appetizer. Here comes the main course. Sisra, the great enemy, fled. Into a tent he was led. Yael knew he was a creep, so she rocked him to sleep. And then stuck a sharp peg in his... Head. Winner!
0: Yes, one of the coolest women warriors in the Bible, Yael was like a real-life Shira princess of power, killing the bad general Sisera who was fighting the Jews. Okay, Elizabeth, now that you're all warmed up, we're going to play another game. This one is called Tall Torah Tales.
3: Tall Torah Tales!
0: Bible, sooner or later, you come across things that blow your mind. Stuff so strange, you can't believe the Bible actually mentions it. So right now, Liel and I will tell you about four fantastic things mentioned in the Bible. Three of these things are true. The Bible actually mentions them. One is just a big old lie. Your job? Tell us which is which. Ready to play? Yes. Great. Our theme today is, I saw the sign. The Bible is full of stories about God giving people crazy signs to convince them to do the right thing. Let's see if you can tell which of these wild signs really are from the Bible. I'll go first. How did people in the Bible figure out who had the honor of serving in the holy temple? Simple. God had a representative of each of the 12 tribes of Israel put his stick in a tent asking them to come back in the morning. When they did, only one stick, that of the Levi tribe, was changed. It sprouted leaves overnight, becoming a tree. Magic.
2: You call that magic? Dig this. Gideon, the tough guy warrior judge, wasn't quite sure that God would lead him to victory. So he put a bit of wool on the floor one night and said to God, Hey man, dude, if you're serious about this war thing, just make it rain on this one little piece of wool, but like nowhere else. He comes back in the morning, and bam! Everything is dry, but the wool is soaking wet.
0: That's a nice story, but not as nice as Eliezer's. He was Abraham's servant, and he was walking around trying to find a bride for Abraham's son, Isaac. So naturally, he wants a nice girl, kind, and so he says to God, the first girl who offers me and my camels something to drink, she's the one. He's not even done saying that when Rebecca walks by and offers Eliezer and his camels a drink. Boom. Love at first camel watering.
2: It's nice, I guess, but is it elephant nice? Right before King Saul set out to fight the Amalekites, he too asked God for a sign. God says nothing, and Saul is freaking out, man. The battle is not going well, when suddenly... A terrible sound. Who's making it? A giant elephant, marching right into the battle and giving Saul the sign he wanted.
0: Okay, Elizabeth, it's time to bust that tall Torah tale. We told you about four incredible signs. A stick turned into a tree, wool that got magically wet, a woman who appeared and said just the right thing, and an elephant who turned the tide of war. So, okay, are there any of them that you're super positive, like, are true?
1: Yes. Um, I know that the one where, um, they
0: come to feed the camel and Eleazar. So Rebecca walking by and offering to feed the camel, that's true. Um, okay, so that leaves three. We have the tree, the stick to trees, we have the wool, and we have the elephant in battle. So, of those three, do you know which might not be true?
1: I think maybe the the elephant is fake.
0: Winner! Yes, you are correct. There were no fighting elephants helping King Saul, but I promise you all the other ones are totally in the Bible. My favorite sign is caution, turtles crossing, That is a good sign. Um, And now, Elizabeth, let's play our third and final game. It's called Eavesdropping on History.
3: Eavesdropping on History.
2: Elizabeth, which do you like better, ice cream or broccoli? Ice cream. See, I knew you were going to say ice cream. And how did I know? Because I have a time machine. And Stephanie and I get together and we ask kids questions. And then we go back in time and we're all like, aha, I knew you we were going to say ice cream. But today we used our time machine for a much better purpose. Because today we went back in time to record one brief and famous moment in Jewish history. And your job is to listen and tell us which one. Let's
0: have a listen.
1: This is a disaster. I mean, war
3: usually is.
1: But they've trashed the temple, smashed it all up.
3: Yeah, and there's only this tiny jug of oil for the menorah. That's not enough to make it through dinner.
1: Well, we'll see.
3: I can't believe this is burning eight days later.
0: All right, Elizabeth, it sounds like we were hearing about a battle and a tiny bit of oil that miraculously lasted eight days. Any idea what's happening in this clip?
1: Yeah, it's the Hanukkah story when the oil lasted eight days. Winner!
0: That is correct. So, Liel, tell us about the miracle of Hanukkah.
2: So there's this guy. His name is Antiochus. He's like the Darth Vader of biblical times. like, And he's all like, I don't like Jews. They should not be allowed to pray or do anything else that keeps them Jewish. <sighs> so the Jews didn't like that at all. So led by the rebel force commandos called the Maccabees, they went to war. Eventually, they managed to defeat the evil Antiochus and his mighty armies. But when they got to the holy temple, they saw that Anti, as his friends called him, had made a huge mess all over the place. So the Maccabees managed to clean it up. But when they came to light the menorah, all they could find was a tiny little jug of oil. Oh. So they poured it in, lit it up, and you will not believe what happened next. The oil lasted for eight crazy nights. It's this miraculous victory that we celebrate every year on Hanukkah.
0: Elizabeth, I think you would have made an awesome Maccabee. Thank you so much for playing with us today. Is there one thing you learned that you're excited about? Um... I was sad to learn that there are no elephants in the Bible. Okay, do you hear that sound? Yes. Yeah.
2: It's the end of our first season of Hebrew School.
0: This time, Liel, you are actually correct. We're going off on a little summer break, but school always comes back. So if you kids listening at home want to play, and if you're between the ages of 7 and 12, email us at hebrewschool at tabletmag.com. Until then, Hebrew School's out for the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heber School is a podcast from Tablet Magazine, hosted by me, Stephanie Butnik, along with Liel Leibovitz. We are produced by Sara Fredman-Ader and Paul Roest, who also edits the show. We are executive produced by Josh Cross, with extra help this week from Violet Cross. Check out all of Tablet's podcasts at tabletmag.com slash podcasts.